We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome, everybody, to another DFS podcast for Rotowire, sponsored by FanDuel. I am your host, Joe Pizzapia, and with me every Tuesday, making dreams come true, <laughs> one the only, Todd Zola. Todd, how are you? How was your weekend? Weekend was good. I'm going to try to make my own DFS dreams come true this week. I've got, we've, got the, uh, we've got the Tau Daily competition, and some clown has three of the 11 tickets into it, so... Uh, We'll see what happens. Is it an actual clown, or you're you're just you know? Well, I don't know. Sure. I guess it depends. I uh, no, we uh, we award we have five periods. We it's it's DFS. We play in a league format, which I really like. Um, we we play five periods, four four weeks each. The lead, the top two point scorers over those two pe- over the each of those five periods get a ticket, and the overall points leader gets gets a bonus ticket. So uh, I won. I want a ticket in two of the weeks, which means I got the third by having the uh, the overall points lead for the uh, for the touts. Now, oh. having you know, having said that, I think being the best—I I probably shouldn't say this. I won't be in, won't be in the podcast, but I just sort of said I won't say it, so that means you have to say it. Being the leading point getter in, in tout wars is kind of like being known as the best looking tout. Okay. The, the competition just isn't that great. Right, right. There's not exactly a calendar coming out for <laughs> fantasy experts anytime soon. Although if it were, you'd be my December. No, there's, no, no there are some now there are some excellent DFS players. Uh, I listen, I, I I finished two points ahead of Derek Hardy, who's who's nails. Oh yeah. So, you know, that Vlad Sedler's in there, Howard Bender's in there. Oh, so well, there's some there's you know, some Vlad's good a really players. Good one. Yeah, there's some Vlad's good the players. Best. The point I, I kinda like cumulative points over the course of a season. I think it's a I mean, listen, I mean it didn't ma- it didn't mean much, but I was sweating out Friday night down to the down to the. I mean, I won by over by less than three points, which is uh, which on this which on the site that we use is less than a hit. So you know, any any single gut hit I got all season long, uh, put me over the top. So I think if 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 you know if a home rot- rotisserie league or head to head league 
decided to do something like this in DFS, it's a blast. It doesn't have to be about, listen, congrats to the guys that won money over the weekend in the big tournaments, but it doesn't have to be about the money. No, you're right. DFS can be about fun. I got, I got to tell you, you know, most of the time I'm half listening to you and I'm half just thinking about clowns and how terrified I am of clowns. So, you know, especially with that new reboot of it coming out soon, which is Ah, very creepy. So I I did hear what you said, but on the other hand, I'm kind of looking under the desk for a clown. So I just want to put that up. Well, you can just download the podcast and give us a, give us a like and and it'll be great. (laughs) There you go. All right. I know there's one thing I like for sure. That's the, uh, the top of the picture board. It's Chris sale. Now I know some people are a little concerned. They go, Oh no, it was a bad outing for sale, but I just want to point out, the last two outings that he's had that have been bad, both of them against the Cleveland Indians. So for some reason, whatever it is, he's given up 13 earned runs in his last eight innings pitched against the Indians. Uh, in between, 13 strikeouts, 12 strikeouts, nine strikeouts. I think it can be pretty good, and you, you feel pretty good about Chris Sale tonight, even though it's almost 11,000. Yeah, the, well, the other, I mean, the Indians, I, that, that sort of seems to believe that, seems to lead that the Indians have his number or whatever. I don't think that's the truth at all. I just think it just... Dumb luck. It was he had a couple of bad outings. They happened to be against the Indians. I saw them both. This the latest one, especially. He just couldn't throw a strike. It wasn't they were hitting him. He just couldn't throw a strike. So I think he'll correct himself. Toronto's can hit. Uh, it's a good good pitcher's park. But I, I, I'm I'm with you. And that's actually it's it's a high price for uh, for Fanduel. Once you you know a five digit price is always high when it's almost 11k. But I think you can make it work in cash games. All right, let's go down to the next two guys on the board, though, and just talk about them cash games. We've got Rich yeah. Hill coming off a big outing, 10 huh. strikeout performance, and he's Man, in Arizona. Lost, so the guy can't win a game. No, he can't, no, but he's he, also he, in he, Arizona, so that's failed. a tough sell. He, he, he failed. He didn't win the game. He failed. You failed me for the last <laughs> time, Rich Hill. I'm sure he hasn't failed everybody for the last time. I'm sure he's got lots oh, of man. failures wait, still wait, in wait. The last game was Arizona. No, this is that. Yeah, the last game he pitched was that 10 inning, well, nine inning plus one pitch. Mm-hmm. Heartbreak. I mean, that was just. Uh, I'm being facetious, obviously. Right. But uh, man, you just. Uh, what can you do? No, he only no. threw 99 pitches, so it's not like we have to worry about. He went so you know he went so far deep into the game. He only threw 99 pitches. Some guys throw that in six innings nowadays. Well, I mean, he still got 58 points, so really nobody cares right. in this world. Right. Everybody now. The the trick is though, he's got Godley, who's pitched very well this year. Yes. He's in Arizona, so it's not a great ballpark factor. And then he got Jake Arrieta, who. You know, for a thousand dollars less than sale, right now is been very consistent. He's got a matchup that's pretty decent against Chad Cool. Oh, has been great. I mean, Arietta's second half has been as good been as great, he has been yeah. bad in the first half. <laughs> it's a little more than the, it's more. It's, I mean, I know you, even if you even if we're using the traditional not the, well the traditional is the All Star break the true you know three month three month half he's actually been good for uh, four months well three and a half you know three months anyway. It's uh he's been very very good for since since May, uh, cash game easily. I mean you can if you're scared of sale or don't want to pay up for sale, want to get better bats in there. Arietta's just with against Pittsburgh, it's a fine cap. Pittsburgh's very poor against righty pitching. I think that's tonight's good. a night where I would consider, you know, especially with sale in Toronto, which can, you know, you just never know how that's going to pan out. Yeah, I'll I mean, you I, mean, I think you're I'll right. pocket the thousand bucks. I'll pocket the thousand bucks and go with Arietta because he has been so good. Yeah, no, I, I can ab- absolutely see that and, and take the extra grand in, in cash games and maybe consider sale a GPP with, with a couple low-price flyers to, to make it work. Absolutely. I mean, nothing wrong with Hill either. But I think I think if, if, if you ask me who my favorite cash game pitcher is, I think you may have talked me into Arietta, or I may have you know, kind of backwards talked myself into it. 
Well, I, I also just literally want to pocket the thousand dollars. Like I didn't want to spend oh. it on anybody. I thought I thought literally I was getting a thousand dollars into my oh. actual pocket, but I, I I don't know. What are you gonna do? All right, let's talk about some of the GBP arms out yeah. there right now, and let's let's talk about go back to that Dodgers Arizona game. Let's talk about Zach Golly for a second here. He's eighty six hundred. Golly's been very consistent. The price is right around that you know eighty six hundred, where you know you're going to get a decent floor. However, he's yet to get out of the sixth inning. In his last three outings, is Zach Godley starting to wear down a little bit? And is this matchup against the Dodgers almost too much of a, a storm here for him? Yeah, I don't know if it's wearing down, but um, it's 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 not a GPP play. It's too much. I mean, that, he needs to be sixty six, not eighty six, against that team to be a. This, there's other there's other uh, darts I'd rather throw. All right, well let's than, than let's pick out those darts. Is Luke Weaver one of those darts, even though yep. it's in Milwaukee? Yeah, it is. I mean, he's he's only only two hundred less. But that's one of them. It's definitely Luke Weaver. Uh, he's pitched pretty well. Milwaukee strikes out left and right, uh, lit- literally and physically. You know, literally. Both, <laughs> I guess both. Le- I just made that. I have to use that. I, I, was an ac- there was an accidental f- pun. Uh, yeah, I mean, he strikes out. Uh, Milwaukee will strike out against lefties and righties. So absolutely, uh, Milwaukee's in there for me, or Weaver's in there for me over Milwaukee. Now, what are your thoughts on Fires tonight? That's another guy who is, you know, classic GPP. He's going to be good or he's going to be bad. You're either going to be towards the top if he has a great night or you're going to be way far away from the pay line. What are your thoughts on I Fires? I like it. I like it a lot because it's going to be in the trop. And now, I tweeted this out earlier to, uh, yesterday, well, Monday, tweeted it out and said, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's and said like, it, and it's true. I was going to say, like, like I'm tweeting out lies. Uh, the park factors between the minute made and the trap are minimal. The um, it's at, Houston's actually the minute made's actually a better park for pitchers than Tropicana Field. Huh? Uh, it's trap is it, minute made's better for homers, but uh, it's 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 especially better for right-handed. Uh, well, is right-handed that because power. of the is that because of the surface? Is that why too? It's, it's, the balls the park factors the are so are so bizarre. And plus, they, I mean, I have a huge piece on this. It's it's uh, it, 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 all the biases aren't removed, so it's it's tough to you know use two uh, out of town teams and throw them into trop and you say those those are the park factors. But the point being, I think the and plus it's one game. But the overall point being. Don't go into it saying, wow, uh, these pitchers are going to be so much better because of the trap, uh, or the hitters are going to be at so much of a disadvantage. The point being that the, the, the two parks are closer than you think, other than right-handed power. So, uh, But still, I, I like – I mean, the other hand, it's two teams that are on the road. Uh, you know, are, are there minds elsewhere? Maybe. I don't – you know, you know they're, they're, you know, they're presently living in the area, whether they have – you know. <laughs> family there, I don't know. Uh, with with oh, the tragedy, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. here's the thing. Too, we should probably be, you know, the disclaimer that you know we have to talk baseball. It's our job, but it's trivial compared to what's going on. In, absolutely, uh, absolutely, and that's right why now. I chuckle because yeah, yeah. it's like you know, you know, they expect these guys to go out there and and perform, and I'm sure a fair amount of or you know just the communities in general at large. You know, we got the two teams yeah. there playing. It's it's kind of it's fascinating. You know that they can really even be thinking about going on with this game. But on the other hand. You know, that's what everybody needs, right? They need the distraction if, if yeah. they can, yeah. you know, if their TVs are still, you know, functioning and they, you know, have reception of things that, you know, everybody could take a little right. know, break from the, the yeah. tragedies there. Uh, now, tell me real fast, let me know, is Mark Leiter is the last guy I want to talk about, 6,600. This is another guy. He's at home against the Atlanta Braves. Is that a spot where 6,600 that 
another GPP pay up all for offense and hope for the best, or is it a little too risky? No, I, I, the main reason, I mean, the, the, the better Atlanta hitters are, are lefties, Freeman and Ciarte. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't mind that. Um, no, that, that's the price where I'm willing to go. Okay. For a, you know, for, for, for well, that's why like I bring that. it up because I look at the price and I look at the upside of the guy and I go, all right, you know, this is, you want to talk about dart throws. I think lighter is that, you know, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have a, you know, a tough sell on the other side with R.A. Dickey. Uh, right. Hoskins has been carrying that offense for the well, last week. No, you can keep talking. That was just, a, that was just, I can't believe he's doing so well, Chuckle. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if that was a that was a leap into other things, but no, no, worries. no, no, no. You know, I'm always waiting for the Todd Zola to to you know break some knowledge down on me. So I'm always ready. I'm ready for the knowledge whenever the knowledge. Well, we'll but I'm not ready for do. the clowns. No clowns. <laughs> I prefer the knowledge. Wait, is a clown? All right, let me just. Nope. Okay, good. No clowns here. All right, let's go over. Well, besides you and me. All right, let's go over to the catcher position now and talk about some of these guys here. We got Gary Sanchez, top of the board, 3900s. I feel like we should be down squatting when we talk about the catchers. Yeah, we could do that, if that's how you <laughs> prefer. Uh, you got Lou Croy back in Colorado against Detroit and Michael Fulmer. You got Yasmani Grandal in Arizona against Godley. Those are some of the main catchers that I you know, would certainly be considering. Those are three different tiers there. And then you could always go lower down on this trough. Uh, if you do like a, you know, for 2800 maybe a JT Real Muto type guy who's a little bit less expensive against uh against keep going down keep going down if you keep going down if you keep going down who is the guy there that todd zola well you know it's the thing thing about martin perez he doesn't give up homers and we're in the trop and i just said right-handed power is decreased in the trop but for 2500 assuming he's the guy in there over mccann uh gaddis is a perfectly fine dart throw too uh, you mentioned Real Muto at 28 versus Edwin Jackson. Now, you said the trop, but you mean Minute Maid, or is it no, no, Minute it, No, it's at the it's, trop. It's the trop now, okay. Well, no. Remember, they're moving, they're moving the game to the trop. Oh, that's right, because of, that's right. You're right. My bad. My apologies. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, Real Muto, I mean, Edwin Jackson is uh, equally, as I like to say. I got my the, orange shoes and ballparks confused there, for Yeah, well, it, it's, it's, it's tough. <laughs> The, uh, well, actually, wow! I didn't think about that. They both—that's why. That's why. That's what wow. gave me pause. I was like, "Wait a minute! Did you yeah. did you flip them in your head?" And but that, no, then now there's right, sun, now there's Sunkissed Park. Oh wait, that's SunTrust. Um, anyway, no, Real Real Muto. Uh, listen, Edwin Jackson. I don't care without the platoon edge. Jackson, uh, you know, is like an iron mic. He pitches to both sides of the uh, the plate equally poorly. I'm equally uh, uh, equally mediocre. In, you know, with marginal success. <laughs> All right. How about one of those Phillies catchers? You got any love for them? Uh, Alfaro at twenty four hundred, or if he's not in a rup, either one of those guys. They yeah, Rupp hit a homer on Monday, so who knows if that buys him a, a spot in the lineup or a little more intention, attention. But sure, um, either guy's fine. The other guy, he's down the order, but if, if you this is the kind, if you're going to go with a Chris Sale and a GPP, uh, Jason Castro against James Shields is the uh, is the kind of catcher that you want there. All right, let's go to first base, top of the board. Goldschmidt. Here we're stretching. We have a we have a foot on our on our chair, uh-huh. and we're like going for a stretch. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. That's exactly where it, right. So yeah. so every position now we've got to have a different pose. Is that okay? I, something like that. Yeah. All right. No, I like it. I'm 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 down. Uh, I can't wait for third base when we have to start creeping in like we're playing a bunt or something. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> All right, Joey Votto uh, at home yeah. Uh, yeah. against Flexen. Yes, yes, we like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I say the t- I mean, here, here's me hitting the sort, uh, which is tough to do while I'm stretching. Uh, yeah, he, no, he actually he doesn't come out top of the board, but he comes out very close. Right. 
You're very close, but I'm thinking of all the guys at the top. I think that one's kind of the no-brainer. I mean, if you want to pay a little more for Rizzo, you can, but I don't know what the I, I, appeal my, my, is. My, my brain has one more a little bit higher. All right. Who's the uh, one you have a little bit higher? Uh, Edwin Encarnacion against Garcia. Ah, yes, the lefty Garcia. Let's talk about another lefty, Justin Nicolino, who's going against Ryan Zimmerman. Zimmerman sitting with 30 bombs almost, or 29, I should say, 86 RBI on the year. Uh, I mean, he's been a little bit quieter in the last week or so, but I'm looking at that in terms of you're trying to save on first base. If you don't want to pay up to the top of the board, I would put him in there. A lot of rain and a lot of forecast, by the way, I mentioned too on that East Coast too. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Also, you got Yonder Alonso, left-handed bat there against Dylan Bundy. That's another one for 33 that you know should be in play. Is there anybody else here that's uh, cost-effective for you that uh, you like the matchup? Um, Matty Carpenter against Garza. Nothing wrong with that one. Mm-hmm. I can see going there. Um, yeah, no, that there's you know you, if you want to even go a little further, you got Mitch Moreland against Tom Kohler. Yes, yeah, the, 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 the Kohler. T- Toronto's new ace, Tom Kohler. <laughs> and you know, I mean, I guess, I mean, if you really want to throw a dart, Greg Bird's back in the lineup, and he's got Bauer and Bird's pretty much minimum. Yeah, well, that was that was the last guy I was going to ask you about. If you can go minimum on Bird, and yeah, he does have the power, so you know, why not? All right, let's go over to third base, and we're you know, kind of crouching and, and slowly creeping <laughs> in uh, on the hitter. Uh, Noah Arenado, top of the board, forty seven hundred. Got to pay up for that Colorado price. Is that too much for you tonight? Uh, Fulmer's tricky. He can be good. Um, yeah, third base is a little bit tough, though. I guess, I guess so. It's under five k. You know, any course play under five k, you kind of like. Well, isn't Arenado almost tonight? You know, we talked about Mark Leiter Jr. That's the kind of guys where you, all right, let's go load up there. Let's get Votto. Let's get Arenado. Let's get pieces of the Colorado game. Maybe some pieces in Detroit, and just go all the way for offense. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But there's a couple. I mean. I, I I like uh, I like assuming he's in there. I never know anymore with Chris Bryant. He's got all these nicky knack injuries, but I like Chris Bryant against Cool. And uh, it's real. I don't say real cheap, but it's I, why is why is why is Rendon only thirty four hundred against Worley? Yeah, well, that's that's another one to throw in there. And, and I'm going to talk about this too. I mean, let's talk about Alex Bregman. You want to talk about big second half? No, I just said no. You said Nicolino. I guess this, that's Worley. I have Worley down as tomorrow for. Uh, or tonight, Tuesday for Miami. All right. Well, right now, what I've got here is Nicolino, according to FanDuel, but that you're probably more accurate right now in terms of being. I'm, I'm actually. There's a site called Rotowire. Oh, I, really? Yeah, yeah. Rotowire. Tell me more about it. Yeah, I've been. Uh, that's 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 that, that's at, at least at least the last time I checked, that that little site called Rotowire had Nicolino. I've had 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 had, had Worley, but you know these things change. We shall see. No, they, well, we, you know, the good we, news yeah, we, is that they whirling. both suck. Well, the difference, though, is one, one sucks <laughs> from know. the right side and one I sucks know. from the left. But they both so, suck. Um, I'm going to still say it. Yeah, I'm the, the stay report on came that out. It, for what it's worth, it's Worley. The report okay. came out. But none of these guys, I mean, none of these, none of the calls we made thus far are, you know, we're not, we're not sitting a lefty versus Nicolino. They're, yeah. they're still good. Any, any of the uh, nationals. All right, let's go over to Bregman, too, because I want to touch on yes. him real fast at 4K. I look at him as... Uh, a really strong fade, though, if you don't want to go all the way up to the top of the board for Arenado, it's it's not you know not necessary. You got Perez in this one, uh, Martin Perez to be specific, right. the left hander there. So a great matchup, a great situation. And finally, you know Bregman, 
over the last month and change, playing like the player that everybody had, you know, drafted him in season long for, was hoping for. And, you know, to me, I think he might be the best value return on the board tonight at third. He could be. Now, again, it's, it's, in, it's in the trop. It's not, it it's not in Minimate. Uh, Perez, he, although he's been giving up homers lately, we didn't talk about him. He, he could be, he's also a GPP play um, going, uh, you know, on the other side of that Texas Houston game at the price he was at. But yeah, no, I, I kind of like Bregman could be, could actually be a, 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 the cash, the cash third baseman for me, assuming he's hitting in the, in a third or fourth or fifth, which he's been doing a lot lately because Perez may not give up the homers, but he gives up hits and, you know, I, I, I like Bregman in that spot. All right, let's talk about Kyle Seeger, Travis Shaw, Raphael Devers. Devers is uh, at Toronto here in this one. Uh, I know, you know, house on fire just last week. We were talking it's a lefty-lefty matchup. Do you expect him to be out of the lineup for this matchup, or do you think that they will actually be playing him? Yeah, it's hard to say now because the, the, right now they have all the injuries in the outfield, the Red, the, the Red Sox do. So I think, I think he will probably be in there, but it's not definite. So it's one of those check the lineups. Fortunately, it's obviously an early game, and the Red Sox are pretty good about getting lineups out there and in, in, in well enough in advance that you can swerve or pivot if you have to. All right, very good. All right, let's turn the page over here uh, and continue on. Let's go over to second base. What's your position for second here? This one's tough because I keep jumping to avoid the double play. Uh, I say very good. Very good. Nice. Nicely done. All right. Ian Kinsler playing in Colorado top of the board. 43 Dozier, 42 Jose Altuve, 41, uh, a bit of a, I know it's kind of a weird thing to say, but 41 seems almost like kind of a, a discount for Altuve. And then you got Jonathan scope at 38. This seems to be kind of that sweet spot here with Altuve and scope in the top grouping between those two. Who do you like more tonight? Um, Dozier. Ah, all right. So <laughs> you go for both Shields? of them. Uh, that's fair enough. fair yeah. enough. And I know, you know, first half, second half, whatever, whatever. Dozier had a had an incredible second half, and he's doing the same again this year. So, I mean, I'm not going to – I'm not. my advice is not going to be uh, trade for Dozier midway through next season in seasonal leagues, but the point being he's seen the ball well, and he's, uh, he's got the power strike going. And James Shields, if I'm not mistaken, has been known to give up a home run or two. He has. Now, is Dozier yeah. more of a GPP play than a cash game play for you? You know, forty. No, for me, it's either. I mean, if you if you want, if you can if you can if you can fit it in there, he's more of a Arietta cash game play than he is Sale, just because of the, he is a little bit higher up there. But no, he he absolutely profiles uh, for for either one. Um, you know, leading off or hitting second, wherever they end up putting him. Um, you know, Minnesota, we didn't talk stacks, but Minnesota is one of my favorite stacks because you can get a lot of the cheaper lefties in there too, the Kepler's, the Rosario's, guys like that. Altuve's fine against Perez. Um, hmm. Texas is one of those teams I'm not sure because they changed catchers, changed catchers, how they're doing catching base runners now and how good Mark uh, Perez is at, at, at holding runners. Uh, Chirinos, I'm not exactly sure. If I don't know, that means he's probably in the middle. Because he's neither good nor bad, if I if if I don't know off the top of my head, mm-hmm. so it's not a terrible spot. And I don't think it matters with Altuve; he'll run against anybody. All right. Well, with Vance Worley now on the mound, the right-hander, you got <laughs> Daniel Murphy, thirty-one hundred. Oh gosh, that's a lock and load. Now, if that's not a lock and load at second base tonight, I don't know what is. I mean, that just yeah. seems absolutely fantastic. You just got to check to make sure he's in there because they do. You know, they're beginning to rest their guys, and he's had a couple nicky knack injuries. Yeah, but I imagine at this. I, mean, I think he will. I think he will. I, I would say I would. I would be surprised. And at thirty-one, I mean, that's something that's just great. You know, these are one of those times where the pitcher changes, and all of a sudden things really go in your favor. And there's a price break there. And you mentioned Anthony Rendon. I mentioned Zimmerman. I think there's a lot of 
um, yeah. Washington shares tonight that you can quietly get. Sure. And look, there's going to be and action in Colorado. Yep. You know, Colorado, I don't have to tell people about Colorado. You know, look, you, you know what to do, all right? But <laughs> we, know, we all know, and we've seen that, I think, a lot more this year than some other years where, you know, there's been a lot of nights where even though Colorado's in play, it's not the best group of the night. And it's happened quite a bit, especially on nights where Cincinnati's in play and a couple other teams. So, yep. you know, it's not like end-all, be-all Colorado. So I just want everybody to understand yep. that. Yep. All right, shortstop, what's your position here? What's your body position? Um, me, I'm doing that. I'm doing the Jarek Dieter jump throw. Oh, the jump throw. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. I like it. All right, Francisco Lindor uh, against Jaime Garcia's 4,300. Then you've got Trevor Story at home in Colorado. Tim, all I do is hit Beckham at 3,800. Oh. I mean, I keep waiting. Is it, is it ever going <laughs> to stop? I mean, all right, let, let's, let's go here. It's Erasmo Ramirez. It's Tim Beckham. I mean, this guy's just lo- – this guy's points every night. He's three times value pretty much every night yep. with the upside for more. I mean, at this point, I, I, he basically has picked up the torch from the day that Trey Turner and Carlos Correa kind of went down. Tim Beck has been the man. Yeah, no, and he got another, you know, scored more points on Monday too. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you, you, you got to like him. All right, uh, Zach Cozart at 32 against Flex, and that's another one if you want to save some cash. Anybody else here? I know we've talked about Simmons a lot, but is that a good situation for him tonight? Uh, where is he? Oh, Chris Smith. Eh, not He's bad. At home. He's against Oakland. Not eh. bad. Not, not, not bad. Not terrible. Cause part of it, I, I mean, I kind of look for the team context. Is he going to get the runs in RBI? Not just him, have a good game himself. Um, not that you need to do that for you know in the standard. Well, I just imagine that you know he's going you but know five innings at best for Smith, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, it's not it's not it's absolutely not a terrible play. Nothing, I mean, nothing really jumps out. Um, I mean, Escobar in, in a twin stack against Shields, but he hits too far down in the order to use in a cash game. All right, so. what, are your, what are your thoughts on the twenty six hundred dollar uh, Ahmed Rosario against Romano? Um, Coming I off feel- a good game here. Yeah, and, and Cincinnati is fairly easy to steal on, and I think that you have to include that. with. I know Rosario's shown a little pop lately, mm-hmm. but he's also been running. And yes. I, with, with, with rookies like that, you kind of want him to break the ice and get those because, you know, a week or two ago he wasn't running, and now he is. You kind of want him to get that confidence or the team's confidence, and he's been running up the past couple of weeks, so I, I kind of like that. So it's, it's a little lower in the order. It's more of a bonus points in a GPP than floor for a steal, uh, for, for a floor for cash games. But absolutely, I mean, Sal Romano and a, you know, a parade of bullpen arms more than likely. Give me, you know, Rosario's fine. All right. Over two and a half million players have won cash prizes on FanDuel, and you need to take advantage of our special offer for new users. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash Rotowire, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription plus – a free entry into the NFL Sunday Million, which offers more than $1 million in cash prizes with your first deposit on FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. Void where prohibited. All right, let's go on to the outfield. Giancarlo Stanton, $5,400. <laughs> My goodness. Maybe the Mark Leiter lineup. That's where you could get Mr. Stanton. Outside of that, I mean. I think it's a bargain. Are you kidding? For two homers? <laughs> well, it seems like it. This guy it seems is like sick. it. Well, Edwin Jackson, I mean, that's kind of the guy to do it, right? He's at 50 right oh, now. Oh, this I mean, guy is sick. Yeah. Yeah. And people wanted to write him off, right? I remember going in this year, People, a lot of people said, no, there's no way I'm going anywhere near that guy. Well, I mean, it's the same. The, the, we've never questioned the talent. We've questioned the health, and he's staying healthy. Mm-hmm. So what can you do? I mean, 
How about Reese Hoskins, by the way? Let's talk about another guy on fire at 45. Look, talk about a price that's risen. I feel like a couple – was it just like a week or two ago we were talking about him as a great cheap value, and, and you and I have nailed it. I mean, I think more than once we've said, you know, Reese Hoskins and he's gone yard those days. We've been on this bandwagon. Of course, it's been easy because he's gone yard pretty much every <laughs> day in the say, last yeah. week. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, but look, you, the price has risen now where it's 4500 against a knuckleballer. Is that a tricky spot here where you stay away from him? I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, has he seen what they're they're actually a car. There actually are a couple of minor league knuckleballers, whether he's faced him or not. I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's not, it's obviously not a cash play, but yeah. And the thing, I mean, Dickie's actually been pitching fairly well the second half too. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it's probably a fade for me just because he's so in the, in the limelight that I'd rather. Well, it's, you got Mike Trout for 4,600 and Reese yeah, Hoskins for 45. three spots, yeah. Yeah, to me, I think that if I had to go paying up there between the two, and that's kind of the price range I'm looking at, I think I would lean towards Trout because the knuckleballers are tricky. You know, you just never know how that's yeah. going to work out for a young hitter especially. Because yeah. like you said, you've may, maybe he's never seen one. <laughs> it's it's right, actually exactly. quite possible. You got Nelson I mean, Rosario, Cruz. we just talked about Shields. You got Rosario at 34. I mean, I'd rather right. go there. Right. You got Nelson Cruz in Baltimore. You've got Justin Upton in Colorado. So lots of outfielders in play in yeah, some very favorable ballparks. Yeah. All right. So let's get going down. Let's go underneath this 4K board and let's try to find some other value. Now, it's not too much lower, but Byron Bucks, and I think this is another one that you want to talk about your twin stack. Byron Bucks is another guy we've talked about in the last two weeks that you need to have a look, you know, three home run day aside. Let's throw that one out there. He's been pretty good regardless. Yep. Uh, it seems like that toe, it seems like he's broken down more to that little toe tap that he's got. A lot quieter in the lower half. That's really worked out for him. And I think Buxton right now at 38 in this matchup is a pretty good return. Absolutely. He's moved he's moved up on the order. He's running. He's fine. Yeah. I mean, he's uh absolutely. All right. Who else you like in the outfield? You continue to go down and we look for players who are at more cost effective players that are going to be in good matchups and players that right now that we can save a little money on in case we do want to go up to sale. Yeah. Well, I kind of mentioned Yelich. It's probably in the middle, but he's not quite down to the, uh, the basement rankings, but you know, 30, 36 is okay. Mentioned Rosario. Uh, let's see, kind of going down uh, Ben and 35 was against Kohler. Don't mind that at all. If we're looking in below 3000, uh, let's see, what do we have here? Ah, uh, Gritchick and Garza in the good park there. You know, Gritchick's been playing. I think that's not a bad matchup at all. Um, let's talk about Puig for a second at 32. I want to bring him up yeah. because that's another guy having a career year. Uh, you know, after talking about post-hype, I feel like it's post-post-post-hype with him. I feel like there's a couple years now where we're doing it. Yeah. Now he's got a matchup against Godley. The power's been there. You know, he's stolen some bases as well this year. But, I mean, I look at Godley, I feel like he's fading just a little bit here down the stretch run. And I think that Puig is, a, is another one where you could throw out there as a, even as a one-off as a decent return. Eh, it depends where he's hitting in the order. I'm, I'm still – I'm right, fair enough. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not completely convinced that Godley's, you know, that it's just not a, a little bit of a, uh, of, a, of, a, of a down stretch. I mean, he's still – He's still got the strikeout to walks going. He's walking people lately, but I'm not convinced that it's just not one of those things. Uh, Ran into Minnesota, who's been hitting the ball lately, the Cubs, the Dodgers, the Cubs before that. So I, I, I'm not ready quite yet to uh, to say he's getting tired. He's right. only thrown, well, well, including minor leagues, 140 innings so far. So eh, it's, 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 it's sort of in the middle there. Any love for Billy Hamilton at 28 against Flexen and a Mets team that has trouble throwing out base runners? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely got some love there. Um, if yeah, now that we're below three thousand, yeah, absolutely. Oh wait, the most important question I have yet to ask: What's our position for the outfit? Are we flipping the shades down? What are we doing? Uh, uh, the picks are bouncing off my head and going over the fence. Like I'm, I'm Kinsakoing these. Picks. Very Kinsako. Very nice, excellent. And if you don't know what Todd's talking about, go to YouTube right now and watch <laughs> Jose Canseco hit a ball in the ballpark with his own head. My God. <laughs> Uh, good <laughs> see Lord. what it, it performance enhancing drugs could do for you all right you could follow him on twitter at todd zola you could follow me at joe pizapia for everybody here at rotowire have a great night of daily fantasy everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.